Welcome to the Electric Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated entirely to sports and only sports. And now, we'll talk UFC. In the red corner, we have Ty. In the blue corner, it's Kaysen. Let's get it on. All right, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, man, we had a, a rough start there. Very uh, rough. We couldn't get our mics working. Well, my mic working. Yeah, it was quite I the, was trying uh, to host the show by myself, and Ty wouldn't let me. It was just the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you guys would have been in for a real show <laughs> at that point. <laughs> um, all right, guys, uh, Ty and Kaysen with you. Talking UFC on Electric Sports Talk. Good to have you guys along. Uh, on today's show, lots to talk about with Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, uh, we also got some fight announcements and some other news we'll get to. Some big names back in action soon. And uh, you know more news surrounding Usman that's starting to surface uh, a week after his title bout with Gilbert Burns. So yeah, a lot to get to with that. I know Kaysen's going to have a good amount to say on that. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Rosenstrike and Gone fight coming up this weekend, which is set to be a big fight. Uh, so Kaysen, should we get into it? Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, you know, I'm excited. We're getting some more points here. Yeah, you know, well. We both. Not very many we, points. Well, we both picked <laughs> the same people, I believe, all of them. Yeah, we picked all the same people uh, in our predictions for last week and a few different outcomes on how we picked, and not a lot of them went our way. So, uh, you know, let's get into this Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis fight card from last uh, last Saturday. Uh, before we get to the main card, though, Kaysen, Anything on the prelims that intrigued you? Uh, I know you said you were watching Eddie Wineland. He got KO'd Man. in the first round. Everything's uh, yeah, the I mean. same, dude, with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty brutal, too. That, I mean, you know, I was excited. I, I like his mustache and whatnot, but it, it was rough to watch him. It was a very interesting situation with the, the Kelly fighter. Uh, he come out to the ring, and Jamal Emmers was... Nowhere to be found. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting scenario that happened. Like, I don't even know what was going on there. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of the prelims, actually, because I was at a birthday party. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, from the highlights I saw, there was some pretty interesting fights Casey that took O'Neal place. Casey O'Neill was a good one, too. Casey O'Neill. Oh, yep, then that was a fight we said to watch for. So it did. I mean, I, I told you to watch the other person, but <laughs> you did watch her get her face beat in. So Yeah, well, close enough, close enough. Yeah. All right, Kaysen, so a late uh, main card edition after our show was Andre Arlovsky and Tom Aspinall. Uh, so we didn't pick that one, but Aspinall got a, a pretty weird submission on Arlovsky in that one. He, he just, like, rushed him for a takedown uh, and then got behind him, didn't put in any leg hooks or anything, and, and got a pretty much choked him out. Uh, it was a weird win, but it was a really nice win. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tom Aspinall moving forward here? You know what? I like him. I like it. I, I, you know, when I was uh, watching him, I was really banking on Arlovsky. I was like, oh, this guy's got it. But he, Tom Aspinall, he come out and showed me something I haven't seen from him. So. Yeah, it was a different type of fight from him. I don't feel like we've... And they talked about it on the broadcast, too. I don't feel like we've seen very much wrestling from him. No. So it was a, a different Aspinall than we're used to. Uh, I think training with Darren Till up there in uh, Liverpool's obviously making a difference for the kids. So he's got a bright future. 
uh, let's get into our picks here, though, the fights that we picked, at least. <laughs> These first two did not go very well for us. Uh, first fight, uh, Phil Hawes and Nasruddin Imovov. And Phil Hawes gets the decision, unanimous, and... Uh, Kason, you talked uh, you talked a lot about this Haas kid, and then didn't pick him in the end. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I have a feeling this Amovov guy, but I was wrong. Uh-huh. I should have picked Phil Haas. I mean, he's two and zero in the UFC now. I'm gonna keep, you know, I've added another guy to my list. You got a big list growing there. It's it's getting too big. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like you're gonna start. I'm gonna taking... have to. I'm gonna have to write it down because. Uh-huh. I lose track of all these people, I'll, and then they fight, and I'm like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> well, we know you don't write down much stuff. No, so. no, I don't. I used to. I used to. You used to, yeah, for like a solid week, and then, <laughs> and then I write all the notes now. So, <laughs> um, all right. When Max Holloway fought, I wrote a lot of notes. Oh, that's because you love Max Holloway, though. Well, that's all you get from ooh, me. Oh, and some news on Holloway later in the show, so stay tuned. Uh, Chris Dacus getting the first round KO on Alexi Olenek. Uh, now, this was a fight that we both picked Olenek with subs for, and essentially he just couldn't even get to the ground, no. so he had no chance in this fight ultimately. You know, I, w- I was really, really, uh, I-, I didn't know who I wanted to pick on this. You know, I was like, maybe Dacus, but then I'm like, Olenek's got, I don't know, 50 fights on this dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 59 fights, 50, 60 fights on this guy, like. Yeah, a lot I of fights. <laughs> I was like, the experience is going to take over, but you know what? I was wrong again, but I'm still going to pick people. Yeah, we're off to an 0 for 2 start. Not so hot. Uh, not so no, hot. not so hot. I mean, right now we're sitting at one point apiece, I guess, because of the decisions in the first fight. But, you know, I, I will remind you, I am up to, uh, up by two in the season standings, so... You know, we can't. You can't be settling for draws here, man. You know, I'm okay with it because this was a rough one. This was a rough one. All right, uh, our next one: Derek Miner and Charles Rosa. This fight was it was kind of a slow fight, but Miner did what he had to do to win the fight. Ultimately, we both had him in a first round sub. That was probably a little ambitious of us uh, because it did end up being you know, we go a pretty slow fight. Uh, yeah, we go I mean, for gold. We do go for gold. You know, I, I'm expecting the best. I hate. Uh, I don't hate him. I don't hate the decisions, but you hate to see him, honestly. Like some yeah. fights you want to see go all the rounds, but there's other fights where you're just like, I want to see somebody get choked out, or I want to see somebody get knocked out. Yeah, well, you had that in the few fights before this one. Yeah, so. that's you know that's what you like to see. <laughs> all right, uh, in our co-main event, it was Caitlin Vieira and um, Yana Kunitskia, and man, this fight was weird, dude. Like. I thought that Vieira had won this fight, uh, and then the judges come back and said 2-1, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. It's going to go to Vieira, and it went to Kanutskia, and I was like, what? Uh, that was an interesting very, decision. Very, disappointed in that one. I mean, I think that Kanutskia definitely won like a round and maybe won the last. I don't know. so hard to say, uh, but how did you have that one scored? Because I thought that was a weird decision. I, I thought it went the same way as you were predicting. I thought Vera won too, but sometimes it gets so close that, you know, you can't really tell. Especially yeah. women fights. I mean, I no, no no offense to women, but it's a little harder to decide. You, you, you know, you well, have was, the fighters that uh-huh. really show that they're ahead, like Shevchenko, she can show that she's so far ahead or, you know. Yeah. But 
little uh, lower ranked fighters. They're not. I mean, they're not lower ranked, but they are. Yeah. You no, know, I get you, what you're you can't saying. Really, there's there's no real dominance well, in it. It was just so weird because Vieira was <clears throat> controlling that whole third round, and then she really let Yana get up and and do damage to her pretty much in the last 15, 20 seconds of the fight. And it seemed like that wasn't enough for me to really say that Yana won that round. But hey, I mean, I guess that's why I'm not a judge. So true. Uh, maybe the little <laughs> twenty second show mm. caught their eye. Maybe, They're maybe like, hmm, uh, we're gonna give this chick <laughs> that win. Hey, I mean, that third round was pretty slow. Uh, so Kunitska moved up to fifth in the uh, in the rankings. Do you think? She's putting herself in title contention here. I mean, that was a win over a ranked fighter. That That's a good win to get. That is a good win. I mean, she's just walking up the stairs. There's no other way to put it. She is, you know, putting in the work. She's yeah. showing that she deserves it, but yeah, I mean, we'll you, see what she can do. Even though it was kind of a strange decision, I don't think she'll uh, be mad about it. That's no, for sure. No, <laughs> no. I mean, a little strange decision to me uh, that she won, but... It's not going to hurt her. No. It's I'm, only going to help her. Can't complain. You, you know, you you get wins, and they're like, okay, well, let's give this chick a shot. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that, I think, uh, Yana Kunitskia is a name to keep looking at moving forward in this women's bantamweight division. Uh, but let's get to this main event fight, Kaysen. It was Curtis Blades getting knocked out in the second round from a vicious uppercut by Derek Lewis. And wow, it was it was a brutal knockout <laughs> for sure. Uh, what did you make of the fight? We both predicted Lewis in the second round with a KO. So beautiful. We were on the same wavelength here on this one. Uh, but yeah, what were your thoughts on this fight? I mean, it was it was pretty vicious. Knockout. It was a good fight. It it was a scary knockout, and he followed up with some serious punches on the ground. Mm -hmm. And uh, I heard a reporter ask him actually that was he 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 asked the. Derek Lewis, if if those punches were personal, if 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 uh, Blades had said something to him or you know yeah. caught some bad blood, and he's like, yeah, I just don't stop till the ref pulls me off. Like there's no, mm -hmm. he's like he he compared it to uh, a WWE wrestler that you know he was in a coffin, he come back from the dead, and he's like, you never know, he could oh the Undertaker, he, yeah the Undertaker. Yeah, he's okay. like he could be the Undertaker and just sit <laughs> up and start. Eating these punches. And so yeah, a lot of criticism surrounding those shots after the knockout. I've honestly, uh, I've seen is, way worse shots than that. Like I have the biggest one that comes to my mind actually is, well, there's two. When Jan knocked out Derek Anderson, Jan Blahovich knocked uh -huh. out Derek Anderson, and just followed up with a huge hammer fist. And then actually, one that I thought of right away was when Connor knocked out Aldo and smashed his face in right after that knockout. Mm -hmm. Like, that one was pretty bad, too. So I agree with you. I've seen worse. Uh, I feel like the overall, my overall opinion, though, is, like, if that's not what you want to see, then just don't watch because that's what the UFC is, right? Yeah. Like, that's, mix, that's mixed martial arts. The goal is to punch each other in the face until the ref drags you off well, or it's every single choke the guy, sport you know? In in yeah. history, you, you don't stop till the buzzer. You don't stop till the whistle. You don't stop at all until the yeah. ref grabs you. So do you think, uh, you bring that up, do you think that Herb Dean was slow to react? I've seen people also criticizing him. Uh, what do you think about the criticism for Herb Dean? You know, I, I've seen a couple flaws in this, man. He's still my favorite ref of all time. Mm. But uh, 
you know, he had that one where he almost stopped it early and uh, uh, yeah, the with, women's fight with Rodriguez yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh-huh. Um and then this one, you know, <laughs> you can't well, he's mm-hmm. probably just in as much awe as you are. Like there's he he sees it and he he's human. You can't get there, yeah. Well, I would just like to say uh I know that I couldn't do any better than what he did. No. So everyone criticizes you, criticized, can't, you yeah. can't you know, you can't do that. He's not flash. He can't get there mm-hmm. and Point zero one seconds. No, I mean, and I think he did uh, the best he could, honestly. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not too upset about it because it is the sport, right? It is. So, it is. It is. Obviously, it was a scary knockout, and Blades, from what well, we from what we know, is is okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was released from the hospital and everything, I guess. So that's good news. But yeah, I mean, vicious knockout. The follow up shots. I mean, those are what they well, are. Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. If I was Herb Dean. I wouldn't get in between Derek Lewis and anything. If we're being well, that's honest. true, I, and that's a good point. I mean, the refs we could have had two fellas uh-huh. KO'd. The refs are not, you know, there to be in the way yeah. when they don't need to be. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. I think like the if criticism he would have jumped is, in just a dumb. second earlier uh-huh. and he would have caught that fist coming down. Yeah, that could have hurt. That that could have hurt him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he can't follow- take. Yeah, you know, follow ups a follow up. Yeah, it is like, like the McGregor one. He had to follow up if he's going to win. Sure. Same and, thing with Young. And like, I know the yeah. danger with the follow-up shots. Mm-hmm. I, I understand, but that is the sport. So, you know, there, if, there if that's sometimes... not what you want to see, then then don't watch it, people, because it's a brutal, vicious Depends sport. on the fighter. So, it does. There's I mean, sometimes that fighters about, have respect. Think about when Sugar Sean O'Malley knocked out Eddie Wineland, right? He just walked away. Just, he just walked away. Now that's his choice. He can do that, but it's he also his walk off. This is true. It's also his choice, though, to jump on Eddie Wineland and keep punching him until the ref pulls him off. So, yeah, you know, there's two different ways to do it, and I think a lot of guys are in the mode of fight, fight, fight. So when they see someone go down like that, they're still just like, "Oh, I got." Especially to keep when you're the underdog. Yeah, and Lewis, Lewis was right. He was, so, but I, uh, I've seen yeah. fighters they've, you know, KO'd somebody and they stop. Uh-huh. And the ref doesn't stop it, and the fighter recovers on the ground. I mean, obviously they win, yeah. but there's you know, t- there's times yeah. that's happened. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't remember. I think I want to say it was. Uh, I want to say it was Gilbert Burns. I believe I was watching some of his highlights before the Usman fight, uh-huh. and he he knocked somebody down. It was it was clear he won, obviously, mm-hmm. and the ref didn't stop it, and he just stood there and was like, "He's gonna stop it because I just." Well, hurt this it, man. It was I like, think I think the, there's there's a respect I I feel like, but yeah, there's also people that just fight. Yeah, I mean that's the sport. So, all right, uh, worth mentioning also. Blades has been suspended from all activity for 45 days. So you know, UFC taking some precaution there, and then also. Well, if uh, you would have heard him after, I, I would have su- suspended him too. Yeah, it was some. Yeah. Awful I mean, noises coming from him. It was a rough knockout. It, it was. And I, I believe I saw him sit up and, and the doctor was asking him questions. I, and he's I like, what think, happened? Yeah. He's just like, I don't, I don't think know. he knew where he was. Oh, no. For sure. I mean, uh, it, I don't feel like it was as bad as the Frankie Edgar knockout that we oh, recently man. saw. But I don't know. It was still pretty bad, man. Like, Sanhagen oof. didn't follow up with some serious sure. power punches. Sure, dude. But the way... I, I mean, know. it was. The it was way, bad. Both were bad. The way Edgar fell was just so crazy. Uh, also, Derek Lewis might have broke something in his hand, so in his right hand. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, pending medical evaluation, he's also 
potentially being suspended. So, yeah, I mean, Derek Lewis got the win, but might still have some problems there. Uh, Blade released a statement after the fight on his social media saying, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. This is a game of razor-thin margins for error, and I just got caught. It happens. Props to Derek. No shame. My head is still held high. All right, so, I mean, that's a pretty positive outlook for Curtis Blades. Obviously, a lot of people were touting him as the next challenger for the Mm -hmm. heavyweight division. Um, And Derek Lewis has pretty much taken that, right? Yeah, easily. I I did see that Derek Lewis in his uh, post-fight interview they were asking him what ne- what's next for him and whatnot, and he's just like, well, after Nganu and uh, Miocic fight, he's like, I hear, hear Derek Lewis is up, so I don't really care. I- I'm just here. Yeah. No, he- I oh, mean, uh, another f- thing to add that was pretty funny. He's like, I never want a main, uh, main event fight again. Like, I never want to be the main card, like the main fight. Because he's like, five rounds, that's way too much. Luckily, I went two rounds this time, but I could not go five. Well, honestly, though, he did look pretty good. He did. I like, thought he was going to be a little bigger than he like uh, It looks is. like he lost some like fat and has defined himself a little more. Uh, I thought he looked in really Maybe good shape. Maybe he was working on his wrestling. I think he was. Uh, I think that was a big component of this fight as well. I mean, Derek... Uh, Blades just couldn't get the fight on the ground. Mm-mm. Like, well, Derek, I think he was Derek setting was doing it up. Great. He was, but... What I noticed, uh, a good analysis that I saw, is that he was not he was not setting it up the correct way. Yeah, he was shooting it at Lewis the wrong time. Lewis even times. said this. So right. he said right at the fir- end of the first round, he's like, he's messing up, he's messing mm-hmm. up. But also, Lewis said that he he was focusing on nothing but an uppercut. Yeah. First, no matter what, or well, a knee. So, he wanted yeah. a knee or an uppercut, and that's He was looking it. for the knees He's and like, uppercuts. I could have just never punched the whole fight. That's all I wanted. Well, but that's that's exactly what you're probably going to be looking for yeah. in this style of fight. Especially when you have uh-huh. your uh, opponent like Blades and straight up and come say, I'm going to do what I do, and I'm going to wrestle. Well, that's true. Remember his statements he released before yeah. the fight? He said, I'm going to wrestle. I'm not going to stand and strike with the guy because I got a $100,000 bonus that I want to get. Bonus, yeah. And, he did, he did know, not yeah. get that. No, he did not. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but Derek Lewis against the winner of Rosenstrike gone is is clearly the next fight to make for Derek Lewis, yeah? I believe so. Also, Lewis did say he would be fine fighting uh, Alistair Overheim. Mm, I don't think that happens, though. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I don't think that Overheim will get that fight. What about Volkov? So that'd be a rematch uh, because they, they were fight, they fought before, and Volkov won that fight practically, but then got knocked out in the last round by, <laughs> by Lewis. Uh, so, yeah, you could see that fight. But, no, I mean, after Stipe and Ngannou for the heavyweight title, we're probably going to get John Jones yeah. versus whoever wins whoever. that one, which... I would probably say is Ngannou, but I, I don't know. You never know. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, Miocic could win. So Lewis's title shot should probably be next, but since John Jones is up to heavyweight, that's kind of putting yeah. a, a ranch. Uh, well, it's putting a kink in the plan for Lewis, and I don't know if he really wants a title yeah, he shot. Anyways. I don't think he cares. <laughs> um, so in my mind, after Jones and the winner of Ngannou and Miocic fight, the the winner of that fight should probably fight the winner of Gone and Rosenstrike against Derek Lewis. So yeah. I mean, that's my thoughts, but obviously there are also guys 
like Chris Dawkins, maybe who we saw, and <clears throat> sure Volkov, Overheim, they're probably still in this talk, but not as much as these other three right now. So, yeah, I mean, I think Derek Lewis versus the winner of this weekend's fight, but that'd be a good one. Yeah, also it would be. <laughs> Lewis did set a record. Did ah, you see this? Most knockouts in, in heavyweight history, or did he tie? He tied. With uh, Belfort, right? Victor yeah. Belfort. Yeah. Victor Belfort. <clears throat> That's a pretty good That's company impressive. to be in, yeah. <laughs> and he's not even close to done, so. No, he's not. Uh, I think he is. I mean, he's older than I thought he was, mm-hmm. but he looks he looks really good. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't get over how well he looked. He looked trimmed and up, it's man. It's funny. Like, he's one of them fighters. That just does not care about anything. He's like, you can give me whoever. I just whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and and that's you know a, I'm fat. That's if a I good really cared, attitude. To I have. would be ripped out of my mind. And that's what he said, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what did you make of that one guy missing weight uh, by eleven and a half pounds? Missing the oh, featherweight was... limit by eleven and a half pounds. That, that's kind of ridiculous. Speaking of records, biggest record <laughs> uh, weight miss in the UFC. Well, he was way over Dude, the limit, wasn't he? He missed. He would have missed lightweight <clears throat> weight. Mm-hmm. He was a pound and a half over lightweight. Well, they have like a ten that's pound bad. max, isn't it? Uh, before for, you get for the weight ki- class, yeah, yeah. Before you get like but taken like off. technical overweight is one pound. Well, yeah, just to begin with, so. The dude does not even make lightweight. Yeah, <laughs> let alone featherweight. That's that's crazy. I, I've uh, never yeah. heard of that. I I was I was shocked, frankly, to see that one. And there was actually quite a few weight misses that we saw on this mm-hmm. card. Really weird. Really weird. Maybe it was a scale problem, or maybe they were just like, "What the? What's I mean, happening? Maybe maybe there was a scale problem." I, it, it, I that's actually what I thought when you were sending me all these because you sent me all this. Yeah, they were, it was and ridiculous. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> um. All right, so. With the knockout prediction in the second round for both of us, for Lewis, uh, we both get two points there. Hey, wait, do I get a point for the uh, decision in the women's fight? Yes, you do. Oh, uh, So yeah. it's 5-4 this week. You get the win on this card. My lead is shrunk down to plus one on the season. So That's okay. You're catching me a little you know, bit. I'm here to make a dent. And I'm okay. doing it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, obviously, you'll be getting our picks. Six main card fights, so you'll be getting our picks for that uh, coming up after the break. Uh, hopefully, Kason, you can keep your good role going here and level hopefully, things up or hopefully. take the lead. Well, I, I better not go for the fences this time. You know, I, I played it a yeah. little better last week, or yeah, yeah, for this I mean, last week fight. I probably went a little overboard last week. With I mean, the- you weren't like me, knock a knock a sub, knock a. I threw out three subs, man. That's pretty good, you know. And there was subs, but yeah, not, not the right one. Not the right ones. No, <laughs> uh, not at all. All right, guys. Um, well, this this is something that we'll talk about before we go to break. A couple things before we go to break, I guess, uh, that will fit in here. Uh, Holly Holm scheduled to fight Juliana Pena on May 8th. So we'll see the return of Holly Holm. Uh, I think her last fight, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen Holly in the in the octagon. My, my personal favorite on the women's side. Uh, you said that this was not a good fight for her to take, though. It could knock her right out of that talk, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, that's that's always, I guess, the risk you're. Wi- I guess you're willing to take the risk, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd fight. You know, I guess I'd fight anybody that gave me, but mm-hmm. it could knock her right out of the 
the title talk. Well, so. we'll have to see. Pena is obviously a, a good fighter. She had a, a nice win recently against McMahon. So yeah, was that on? That was on the Connor pay per view card, right? Connor Poirier. Yeah, I, think. I believe so. Well, or it was around that card. It was somewhere around there. Anyways, yeah. So this is an interesting matchup, and uh, pretty far out for May eighth as well. So yeah, uh, obviously getting in a good camp. Uh, how about this, Kaysen? Bilal Muhammad stepping in to replace Hamzat Chemaev to fight Leon Edwards uh, on the same card that they were rescheduled for the third time to fight on. I mean, how about Bilal, man? He's insane. You, oh, and he's insane. <laughs> he's insane. In a good way. In a good way. Oh, okay. I love it. I, I well, This man, he's doing good, and I expect uh-huh. nothing but greatness against Leon Edwards. And I, you know, Edwards is kind of really. He's getting on my nerves. Yeah, lately. you said that last show. You he's, said that he's just uh, calling he's out everybody. You. Yeah, he's annoying. And well, like we said, like you have a good win streak, but what have you done? Like, well, he hasn't fought since 2019, exactly. July of 19. So yeah, I mean, hard to hard to really uh, say that he should not call someone out because he needs a fight. Mm-hmm. But this fight, I think it's a it's a great fight to take. I think so. I've actually seen a lot of criticism around this fight uh, towards Leon Edwards for taking this one, and I'm kind of like. Why? Like, I think this is a good opponent. I think Belil has a lot uh, that he hasn't shown us yet. Mm-hmm. And his last fight was very good. Like, good pressure, good striking. I think he can wrestle decently and grapple pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great fight for Leon Edwards to take. A lot of people thought that this should have been Colby Covington and Leon Edwards. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit. I don't yeah. know if it was on air or off, but you didn't like that at all. No. But I think this is a good fight for Belil. I like him. And yeah, I think I, you know, hopefully he's gonna come up like yeah, I think he should. I think the criticism is just the fact that it's Leon Edwards kind of taking a lower ranked guy. Yeah, I mean, I looks like Belil's thirteenth in the rankings right now, um, but he was gonna fight Chimaev, who's fourteen in the rankings right now. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm I think not that he big was of a difference. Fifteenth also, he was when he they were scheduled up, the but fight. Lawler yeah, lost. And I mean, he recently got ranked. So <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm happy for Leon Edwards, honestly. I think that's a good fight to take. I think so. it's, it's good for Belil, too. He's Yeah. It shows how willing he is, and he just fought. So, Well, I think he, from what I've heard, he's got a chip on his shoulder because uh, he gets overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess I haven't as much. Like, I think he's pretty good. So. I do, yeah, we'll too. Have to see. <laughs> um, also, speaking of returning fighters in May, we have Felicia Spencer to make her return in May. Obviously, I believe the last time we saw her fight was against Amanda Nunes in that title fight last year. Uh, it went pretty, I mean, what else can you say? It went pretty bad for Felicia Spencer. That was but rough. Tough. That's, that's what tough. happens when you fight the GOAT. So, hey, I mean, she's tough. Yeah, I mean, she is. She went full five go, rounds. Yeah, you can't go five rounds and not be tough. So Yeah, I agree Especially with that. Especially that monster. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Amanda Nunes is on a different level than any, and everyone. So, I mean, it's so bad in the bantamweight class on the women's side that they, they don't, don't even have, have rankings. rankings. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty rough. Is this uh, our last topic before break? No, uh, last last topic. Yeah, right. Well, I got here. one more after you. Okay. Okay. Well, you go first. I'll go first. This, okay. This goes back to Derek Lewis. Okay. The man is hilarious. I this I I love this dude. Okay. So. Actually, my cousin, he lives in Texas, and he's been sending me all these uh, Snapchats recently, and, and the weather's been pretty chilly. You know, they've had some, they got snow. Oh, and, I know what you're talking about. You know, okay. <laughs> and uh, so it's been pretty chilly, and it's, it's been like 30s, even low 
like tens, nine. It, it was down to zero at one point. Yeah. But uh, Derek Lewis in his, in his uh, post-fine interview was like, you know, I hear in Houston and the weather's been cold. It's because my, uh, my hot balls weren't there. <laughs> and so actually uh, he's like, I'll, I'll be coming back tomorrow. Don't you guys worry. And my cousin sent me a Snapchat yesterday, actually, and it was 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. So the man, Lewis, he, he brings the heat <laughs> in more may- ways than one. Hey, man. I mean, you just can't fault the guy. He's hilarious. So He is hilarious, and apparently he's right because he goes back, and now it's hot. It's, it's like 80 there. So All right. On that great note, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, <laughs> we'll be talking a little bit of Holloway. Usman will be previewing the Rosenstrike and... Surreal gone fight uh, and Brandon Roma- Brandon Moreno ready for the rematch? Question mark. All right, all that and more when we come back, guys. Stay tuned. Break. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, took a lengthy break to make our picks for Rosenstrike versus Gone. Uh, and actually, we come to quite the consensus. Well, not the consensus. Uh, quite the picks, though. I think some different picks, and you know, a, an interesting fight week overall. I think some fights we were pretty eager to get out of the way. So uh, <laughs> let's get into this, Kaysen. Uh UFC Fight Night: Rosenstrike versus Gone on ESPN Plus, live from the Apex. Hey, UFC, we're still waiting on our email saying that we won the uh, 259 giveaway thing. Yeah, so, I need. Yeah. I, I would like my tickets and all my free stuff, please. Yes, that'd, that'd be, be good. great. Uh, all right, Casey, <laughs> anything on the prelims for this fight that you're you're looking at? <laughs> what sticks out to you on the prelims, Casey? You know, nothing really. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really. All wow. of them. I love them. Well, we know you love them. Alonzo Minifield. Yeah. And Williams Knight. I'm, yeah, and that's that's probably got to be the biggest one that I'd be watching on the prelims. I'm not a huge fan of the other guy's name, Williams. Williams. It's kind of like a last name. Yeah, that's a last name. Interesting. Uh, I think, obviously, the main event for the prelim is usually pretty good, so Alexander Hernandez and Tiago Moises might be a decent fight as well. So, yeah, I mean, not super crazy fights on the prelims. No, not really. You but know, I'm, sometimes they surprise me. So yeah, like uh, last week was kind of crazy on some prelim fights. So uh, I mean, with one guy not even showing up, so you know, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. Uh, all right, let's get on to this main card then, case and obviously, guys. Uh, if anything does change, we will not know about it, but we'll make our picks. Uh, we won't know about it today, but after the show comes out, we'll make our picks uh, before the fight starts, so we can stay up to date. As always, all right, Kaysen, so let's talk about this first one. We have six main card fights to talk about. You're going six this uh, yeah, time. I, mean, I love it. Quite a few main card fights. Normally, we're looking at five or less, so I like it. Six. Maybe they're just uh, planning for dropouts, you know. Maybe they're putting more on maybe. just in case. Yeah, th- that could be the case. All right, so uh, we got Alex Bruce Lee Caracas uh, against Kevin Kroom at the featherweight uh, featherweight matchup. This fight, uh, in my opinion, is going to be pretty weird. So, you know, that's I'll leave it at that. So, who you picking? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Alex. How'd you say his name? I think it's like Caracas or Correas, something like that. Whatever you just said, I'm Bruce Leroy, man. Bruce Leroy, I'm yeah. I'm picking that man. First round sub. He's got a sick fro, and he's gonna submit this Kevin Kroom guy. All right, so I got Kevin Kroom in a decision. 
Uh, I feel like it will become a boring fight. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. All right, our next fight as we make our way to the main event is Angela Hill and Ashley Yoder in a women's strawweight matchup. Uh, I've gone for Ashley Yoder in a decision in this one. What what brings uh, Yoder out to you? Like why 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 is she gonna win? Because uh, I wasn't impressed with Angela Hill the last time I watched her. So, all right, you got, why you gotta lie to the people? <laughs> I'm not lying to the people. <laughs> you lying to the people? <laughs> Tell them why. No, nah, I'm not lying to anyone. All right, you're anyway. I picked Angela Hill in a decision. All right, so safe bets there from us. Uh, you'll see a theme start to pop up with Casey's uh. picks as we move on. <laughs> Man, Kaysen's all I started over the, off strong. Kaysen's all strong. over the place. He's like swinging for the fences one one week, and then the next week he's like, you know what? I'm just going to like not even run to first. I'm, I'm just going to sit at home. So, so maybe, here's my theory. Uh-huh. I swing for the fences, not much happens. Maybe <laughs> I sit at home, everything happens. Oh, okay. Well, this is interesting. You know, even if I don't get the points, I'm good with it. Great outcomes. Okay. All right. Uh, our next fight, we got Pedro Munoz taking on Jimmy Rivera in a Bantamweight matchup. I believe this is a rematch from a while ago, and so is the Angela Hill and Ashley Yoder fight, but this one is a matchup, a rematch in the Bantamweight class. Uh, Pedro Munoz in a decision for me. I really wanted to pick Jimmy Rivera, but I think Munoz has just got a little more in him for this fight, so that's who I've gone with him. I agree. I'm I'm gonna pick Munoz in decision. I think he's got a little more, and he has a little more uh, bitter taste on his tongue, getting the loss to him mm. before. So yeah. hopefully he comes back. All right. So rebound fight for him. Uh, Montana De La Rosa and Myra Buena Silva or Mariah. Sorry, Mariah Bueno Silva. Man, I'm struggling with this name. Mariah Bueno Silva uh, at a women's flyweight matchup. I mean, this is just two great names fighting each other. I mean. Talk about Montana De La Rosa. That's from Texas. I mean, that's a great name right there. Um, so I've gone with Bueno Silva in a first-round sub. I think uh, just looking at her record and not knowing as much about her as, as I do about De La Rosa, she just submits people, and she's a typical Brazilian fighter. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. You know, we have seen some good Brazilian fighters fight, and they have prevailed, and... Uh Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go opposite on this one though. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. go De La Rosa in a decision. Going I'm gonna play that rain. one safe, mm-hmm. safe, very safe. I guess very safe. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I'm gonna get the points, and you're not. So, <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, in our co-main event, this one actually should be pretty good. I think these top two fights will be some of the best fights of the night. Uh, we got Nikita Krylov, uh, pretty crazy fighter. I mean, we were looking at his record. It seems like all he does is. You knock people out or get knocked out, so it'll be an interesting uh, matchup here against Magmed Onkolov. Is that what we decided it was? Something along so. those lines? I, I think we're wrong, but we'll go with we're it. We're probably wrong, but it's pretty close. Anyways, this fight is at light heavyweight. Uh, obviously, a rising talent is Magmed, uh, so you know this will be a, a good fight, but I've gone for Krylov in a uh, second-round KO. We're going for a KO, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm deviating from my decisions here, and I'm going for a KO. Well, I'm going to take your place, and I'm going to go Krylov in the de- decision. I'm going to play it safe, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, Kaysen being safe, I can respect it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I like what Krylov brings to the table as far as his knockout record, so can't go against it. All right, uh, our main event, obviously a big one: Jorginho Rosenstrike versus Surreal Gone in the heavyweight matchup. I mean, this is practically 
your next big contenders, whoever wins this fight. And really, surreal guns come out of nowhere, man. Like, ooh, he's on fire. Uh, but with that being said, I do have to stick with Biggie Boy on this one. And Rosen strikes my pick with a first-round KO. Uh, I mean, we just got to look at the numbers here, man. He he knocks people out too often for me to pick against him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I know his loss against Ngannou was, was kind of rough, and he got knocked out pretty quick. But it is Francis Ngannou, so... Yeah, that's who I'm going to go with. Rosenstrike, first round KO. All right. Well, I'm going to have to defer from here. I'm, I think we picked two different? No, three different. Ooh, yeah, we, we're really going for different yeah, points yeah, this time. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm going to have to go with Cyril Gunn. I was talking about him before. I think, you know, I, I, was, I added him to my list and uh, said he was someone to watch, and mm. I'm going to stick with it. I'm, I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with a second round Man, KO. I feel like your list is going to get you in trouble. <laughs> it's going to get you in trouble. Wow, okay. Because I'm going to go so far ahead well, of you. I feel, one of us will open up a gap here. So. A little bit of a gap for me. It's okay. Oh, ooh, well, I do hold I need a little bit of a lead. I'm going for it. I hold the lead, so you know, I, I'll, expect, <laughs> I'll expect to keep holding the lead. Probably increase my lead after this weekend. Oh, no. All right, guys, so just to recap... Uh, Kaysen has gone for Bruce uh, Bruce Leroy in a first-round sub. I have Kroom in a decision. Kaysen has Hill in a decision. I have Yoder in a decision. We both have Munoz in a decision. Kaysen has De Las Rosa in a decision. I have Bueno Silva in a first-round sub. Kaysen's went with Krylov in a decision. I've went with Krylov in a second-round KO. Kaysen has gone second-round KO. I have Rosenstrike first-round KO. So whew, there's our picks. Uh, we guarantee nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything, but we deserve a job. Yes, we try. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Kazan, more to get to here after this fight. Uh, so, anything to wrap it up? You know, I'm just excited for another fight card. We're you know we're excited for them all, people. You know this. We keep we say yeah. it every week. Oh, yeah. Can't but wait. <laughs> I, I'm excited. All right, cool. Uh, so let's let's get into some other news uh, before we get out of here, Kaysen. I want to start with this. So TJ Dillashaw back on the rant uh, after after some time away from you know seeing his name pop up in the news, he's resurfaced with uh, demands essentially once again. His, once again, his demands are he wants a title fight, which <laughs> no way, and <laughs> or or not and and or, I guess you could say this is, uh, he wants a top five guy. So we've talked about this already. We figured this is what's going to happen anyways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what he wants, man. And do you think he's going to get it? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the title shop, but... Rob Font, man, I'm telling you. That's a good one. That's. I feel like that'd be the fight. But we'll see what they We choose. will see. All right, so uh, Dillashaw continuing to, to make waves. When do you think we'll actually see him back, though? I mean, his you know, suspension has been If put he up keeps for, talking. What, a, a, a month? Yeah, I mean, he me, keeps yeah. talking. He, he really needs to because he is starting to annoy me. Once once again, another fighter annoying me. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, that's a gotta love TJ Dillashaw. All right, you know, just take your drugs and fight, dude. Let's go. So Brandon Moreno says he's ready for the rematch against Figgy for the flyweight uh, belt in in as early as April. That's impressive. Uh, it is. Uh, what well, we saw him fight right in the middle of December, towards the end of December. So huge fight. I mean, that's fairly quick turnaround for, for how how long physical went, that yeah, fight was. Yeah. 
Uh, so th- this could be pretty interesting. I don't suspect Figgy will be coming back that soon, though. I don't think so either. I mean, he did do the three-week turnaround. Yeah, that's true, but that was that was really quick. So I would imagine more time would be needed, uh, especially Summer. for Moreno. I mean, Moreno is a very physical fighter. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. When, What months do you suspect we'll see this fight in? Probably June. Yeah. That seems about right, especially after what those two did to each other. Yeah, I'd, I'd say June seems as well. normal. All right. Uh, so that one will continue to follow. Obviously, though, I, I mean, Moreno saying he's ready, I think that says a lot about uh, his aspirations. So, um Max Holloway come out and recently said, I believe it was uh, either today or yesterday, that he wants to fight three more times this year. Love it. So, obviously, we saw him fight against Calvin Cater to kick off the year. Uh, amazing fight Best for fight him. The, yes. For him. Uh, Calvin Cater's face would maybe disagree. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he wants to fight three times. I mean, that's four fights in a year. That's impressive. That's pretty active, man. Uh, where are we going to see him fight? I mean, who are we going to see him fight, though, over – you know, if he has his way over three fights in a year. So if he has his way, he's going to have to fight somebody else before that he gets another title shot. Probably. Because the title shot's coming up. Which, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, if he if he wants to fight three more times, he's going to have to fight somebody else. Whoever you give him, I don't know. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Maybe. Zabit. Ah, yeah. Let's see it. I don't know. Chan Sung Jung. The Korean zombie? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are you guys... You can't he... really give him anyone else. Well, it's hard, yeah, because then you he hit... got three guys he can put away real quick. Sure. Uh, it's, it's too bad that he lost that last fight to Volkanovski because it just seems like it's so hard to give him another rematch at this point. But, yeah, I mean, if Holloway wants to be active, that's that's a pretty positive sign. Like, and if he keeps performing like he good. is... Well, I mean... Yeah, That's if he could do that against almost anyone, which he probably could against almost anyone, then let's see it. I, uh, I would love it. Any chance? I mean, it's probably very unlikely, but any chance we see him move weight classes? I know that he right. He fought Poirier for that interim belt uh, before Poirier fought Kahib. Uh-huh. Could we see Holloway push to move up to lightweight and fight some guys at lightweight? I mean, Easily. It's, it's such a mess at lightweight with all the names. Why not just throw you, Holloway in there? But you've had McGregor <laughs> even say, I'd fight Holloway again. I'd love to see that fight. That'd I think that'd great. be a fun fight. That, but here's the thing that about fight, Holloway. That fight would do numbers. Oh that would my do God. big numbers, I think. I think huge numbers. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. Holloway, I think that dude will fight anyone, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. I don't think he matters. He doesn't care. If somebody drops out of the Ortega-Volkanovski fight, he's in. Somebody drops I out imagine. of the mm-hmm. Sterling-Yan fight, I bet if he can move weight, he's in. Well, like he does not care. I would really like to see him fight uh, probably Zabit next. Zabit? Yeah, probably. I mean, give it to him. Let's do it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if he wanted to go up to lightweight too, I'd be I'd be totally down for that. So we'll have to see. I mean, that just threw a whole nother kink in our lightweight plans. I mean, is there even a chance that he could potentially go down to bantamweight? Yeah. He might be a little big for that, but yeah, I mean. I bet he could be interesting uh so yeah holloway wants to stay active we'll have to see how that goes uh two more things to get to before we get out of here case uh the champ the one and only uh valentina shevchenko is back uh, we're very excited dude, for this one i was stoked when i saw this because we were talking about whether uh joanna calderwood has has worked her way 
uh, Joanne, sorry, Joanne Calderwood has worked her way back into the title pitcher, not yet. And you were like, oh, no, it's probably got to be Andrade. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I was right. Yeah, we're going to see <laughs> Shevchenko versus Andrade on 261. Uh, the big fights keep coming, Kaysen, and, and this is a pretty good one. They are really putting Man. it all out there this year. Oh, it, and I'm excited for this fight because this was obviously the fight to make, like we talked about. I also saw Chikagian. who UFC. Yeah, well, <laughs> duh. We called this uh, war you guys did. Obviously, Chikagian has also been added uh, to a fight card coming up against Vivian Araujo. Yep. So we're going to see some real contenders for the women's flyweight uh, division fight over the next couple months. And I can't wait. Plus, it, it's really fun to watch Shevchenko, man. Like, she just doesn't care, and she beats up everyone. So it's a fun fight. Uh, I'm still, <laughs> I'm just building, you know, I think we're building back to the Amanda Nunes Shevchenko fight yeah. for the Bantamweight title. So yep. that's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, all right, Kaysen, our last thing that we want to talk about. Well, kind of two things here, but. Your favorite person. <laughs> your favorite person. <laughs> um, Kamara Usman in the news once again. This is what we'll round out with. So, first of all, rumors that he wants to fight Izzy at 185. Um, no, no. Oh. He, he straight up come out and said, I will not move up well, while he's there. But that was a while ago, right? No, so, that was recently. So, is there's speculation and rumor that that's what he should do. I don't know if it's coming from him or, or fans or whatever. But, I mean, that just... That's not gonna happen, right? Like I hope it does. Is Izzy would murder this well, man? Well, Izzy would murder this man. That's true. I just feel like Usman's probably too small for 185. If he was gonna move a weight class, I could see him go down. Down. So this leads me to my my next question. No. <laughs> <laughs> would incentive for Keeb to come back one more time be to defend his lightweight belt against Kamara Usman? <laughs> I doubt it, but maybe they try it just to get him back. I have no clue. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it happens either. So, uh, like we said many times, I think Keeb is done. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Usman really needs to leave his weight class because he's got a lot of problems to figure out in his weight class as well. Uh, Wonderboy Thompson in the news calling Usman out, saying he needs to fight someone new, which presumably means fight me, yeah, right? Well, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't really beat him, him or what? Kiesa? Uh, no, those he hasn't two. Beat I think Kiesa. those are the only two he hasn't beat in he's the beat top. Woodley, eight, uh, he's beat Edwards. Nine. I, I think he did beat Neil Magny at one time. He beat Maya, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? I, I'm not sure about Damian Maya. We can check here. But yeah, I mean, I'll essentially, he has fought uh, pretty much everyone right below him in the rankings, going down past Leon and Mazdaval. Uh huh. So yeah, Thompson and Kiesa are like. You would assume the next guy's up, but they're kind of further down in the rankings, so I don't know if it's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, Wonder Boy just straight up said, like, fight me. Stop wasting your time and fight someone that you haven't fought yeah. before. So, I mean, he he just wants to lose. Uh, it's <laughs> who uh, Wonder Boy? Yeah, I don't know I if mean, he'd win that one. I don't know if he would either. Uh, it'd be an interesting fight, though, for sure. So, but this this brings up the question, man. Like, are we sure Mazdaval's the fight to make? Because we know it's going to do numbers, right? Like, it'll probably do good numbers. And I think you can beat him. So I, I think it is. You know, you need something new sure. up there. We both don't like it. Well, so I agree. But, uh, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just so weird where this fight goes because we thought it was going to be Covington and Mazdaval. And then we're like, oh, maybe it's going to be Covington Usman. And now it's going to be Usman and Mazdaval. But now it's not going to be, like, any of these guys maybe because, 
Uh, Usman recently come out and said that he's having second thoughts about giving Mazdaval a title shot, and I'm like, what is going on? I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, this welterweight class has a lot to be sorted out, Kaysen. I agree. It's, I don't know. I mean, we'll continue to talk about this weight class, just like we've been talking a lot about the lightweight division, uh, and I know we've talked about it already, but at this point, what fight are you making for the champ? What's the next fight for Usman? I essentially backed out of the Masvidal fight, but I think that's the fight to make. You know, they're all about money. I'm all about Masvidal, so let's do it. <laughs> all right, so so you're still on Masvidal. I like it, yes. I mean, this is this is my question, one of my big questions. If Masvidal is going to fight Usman and Colby's not going to fight anyone, then what is Colby Covington doing because or what is the UFC doing with Colby because like he's got to fight someone and I don't know if he wants to fight anyone except for the belt Mazdaval or Usman I don't know it's it's just like the lightweight it's starting to get a lot of jumble <laughs> like this is true pe- people should fight for the title and uh-huh People fighting for the title, other people want to fight. The, it's just a whole lot of mess that me and you try to sort out. And the UFC is like, huh, sometimes we're going to be right with you, and sometimes we're just going to throw a whole nother kink into this. Well, there's not a lot of weight classes like this right now. Heavyweight's becoming more jumbled. Obviously, like you said, welterweight, lightweight, too. Uh, Bantamweight's a little jumbled. But, like, yeah, these lightweight, this lightweight and welterweight division... It's just kind of like, man, throw some guys in there because at this point, we just want to see anything. Yeah. Like, we just want to get some sense of order, I think. Because this welterweight division, I mean, really, you can go six, seven guys deep uh, from the champion down to Chiesa and make an argument that either of them could have a title shot. Any of them. All of them. So, yeah, I mean, so much to to sort out. There's a a lot of weight classes that you could go down except maybe light heavyweight i don't know there's well, and maybe right. heavyweight heavy well heavyweight's a flyweight, horrible jumble flyweight mess. there's no way i mean flyweight doesn't go very far no so. you got one and two that's it <laughs> bantamweight i think bantamweight's pretty jumbled man bantamweight's got to be one of the most like confusing it goes pretty deep in and then we're gonna get munoz and rivera they're gonna fight and whoever wins that's yeah, gonna see, jump up this is the thing we need some clarity and so we're about to find out. We need we need the lightweight division and the welterweight division to start scheduling some fights so we can see who's fighting who here. Because honestly, with what's happening over uh, with heavyweight over the next month or so, we're gonna know a lot about the heavyweight division. So we need to have the well, same type of mindset with the lightweights and welterweights. Bantamweight. All I know is Sandhagen's next. There's no question about it. After, well, yeah, but we got to get through Jan and You Sterling, have to wait so. for it. It's already set. Yeah, dude, but Maybe Rob he Font. Steps in. Rob Font, Cody Garbrandt. I mean, are in I this. don't think Aldo's Sam in Hagen this. is disgusting. I don't if think Munoz he's... wins, he's in this. <laughs> like, but cool, Sam Hagen's next. You have to agree. Probably. I agree. Well, so if Sterling <laughs> wins, if Sterling wins the belt, which I don't know, uh, I haven't made a prediction yet, but if Sterling wins, he beat Sandhagen rather quickly. So would Sandhagen be next if it was indeed Sterling with the belt? I mean, maybe. People would love to see it. 
because Sandhagen's well, sure. come back pretty. I'd love to see it. Yeah, you know he's come back pretty hefty there. Uh-huh. So maybe they're like, oh, he's he's a new guy. He said he's a new guy. Uh, yeah, that dude, that knee to the face. Oh my gosh, that was great. That was pretty crazy. against Frankie Edgar. Against Frankie Edgar, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know you hate to see these guys fall. Yeah, but I agree. That was disgusting. All right, Kason. So uh, a bit of a shorter show today, but we burned not through a lot a, going on. Well, we burned through a lot of stuff rather quick. Yeah, right? we did. We, we didn't spend too much time on a ton of things. So uh, yeah, next week, uh, tune back in, guys. We'll be recapping Rosenstrike and Gone. Uh, we'll I'll be, be up in points. Maybe count on it, people. Count on it. I'm not counting on that. Uh, obviously 259 is coming we can't wait it's going to be a good time and yeah we'll keep following some stories that are developing obviously with Usman Mazdaval obviously with TJ Dillashaw <laughs> and what he's doing and uh, we'll continue to sort out these uh, jumbled weight classes so uh, anything to say before we get on out of here Kason yeah like we I said, excited we show. excited yeah well always got to be excited always excited man <laughs> you know th- this uh fight night isn't you know, there's some good fights, but yeah. there's also some that you're like, I don't want to pick these because mm. I hate them. Yeah, I kind of thought like it's You don't hard, hate the people, you hate uh-huh. the fight. It's hard to pick the fight, I agree. Uh, but that's kind of what I thought about last week's fight card, and it actually turned out to be a pretty good fight card. So You know, I don't know. This, this one, I, that's how I kind of feel. I'm kind of yeah. like, you know, you got Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera. <laughs> um <laughs> Krylov and Magomed, and then obviously Sirogan Rosa Strike, but that's kind of it. You know, the right. other three are, I don't know, just there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you never know. Some They're just there could, to get me points. It's fine. Some fights could jump off the page here. So, that, you know, that's what you expect. Right. But you we'll never see. know. We'll see. I mean, These... let's see Let's see who can miss weight by 12 pounds this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going for new records. <laughs> yes. All right, Kason, uh, good to have you on. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you have a good rest of your day. This has been Electric Sports Talk. Peace out. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Electric Sports Talk. Join us in future episodes as we discuss all things U.S. soccer, collegiate sports, mixed martial arts, motorsports, the NFL, MLB, and the Olympics. If you enjoy our content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter or shoot us an email to electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening. <laughs>